from the new movie, Cage Fighter, Worlds Clyde, Elijah Baker. Hi there, people. Elijah Baker here playing Reggie in the new Cage Fighter movie. Here with my main man, Mike. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Mike Rand Show, and today's special guest is from the new movie Cage Fighter, Worlds Collide, Elijah Baker. Hey, Elijah, how are you? I'm good, Mike. I'm good. I'm just chilling like a villain, you know, dealing with this sci-fi movie that we're living in right now, but we're doing good. We're doing really good. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you, brother, man. Happy to be here. So tell us how you got into this movie. How did you get cast in this role? How did your involvement start? Yeah, I basically threatened Jesse. I told Jesse if he didn't put me in the movie that I would, you know, I would tickle him. <laughs> no, uh, literally, I met Jesse around 2015. Uh, Jesse is involved with a film festival called the Buff Film Festival, which stands for the British Urban Film Festival. And I won an award, a, 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 an acting award, for a short film called Signs of Silence, where I played a character who, who couldn't hear, you know, I was doing sign language. And Jesse, I met Jesse at this festival. And it wasn't the character I played, because Jesse had seen the short films, but Jesse hadn't actually, Jesse just liked my vibe, you know, we got on really well, we had like a, a five minute chat, it wasn't even a long conversation, you know, and just the way I was speaking, the way I was carrying myself, Jesse quite liked just my personality, and then skip, skip forward to a few years later, Jesse remembered me from that, and then he literally was seeking me out, and then he, he found me, and then he hollered at my agent, got me to audition for Cage Fire. I did a tape for it, got the part, and here we are today. And it's always funny to hear stories like that too, because it is yeah. true that people sometimes, you audition for them or you talk to them and you don't hear from them for years and then something happens years later. Exactly, exactly, yeah, it's amazing. And that's why, you know, it's nice to just meet people in general, you know, because not, go with, not meet people with the intention of, oh, it could lead to something, but just, just be yourself, just have fun, you know, and talk to people, communicate, and you never know where it's going to lead to, you know? So if I hadn't had that conversation with Jesse, then, you know, he, he, wouldn't, know I, he wouldn't know what kind of person I was because he could only judge me from the short film that he'd watched. Where, of course, you know, Je Reggie is a charismatic, big, larger-than-life hustler. The character I played was, was, was mute and was doing sign language, so completely different characters, and he was an introverted person. So, you know, it's always make time for people and have a laugh, have a chat, and just communicate, basically. So tell us a little bit about your character and what the film is about. Yeah, so my character is, you know, a, a, a larger than life hustler. You know, he's very ambitious. He cares deeply for his friend, you know, Reese, played by Alex, a good friend. We're really good friends now as well as a result of the, the film. And yeah, he's got, he's got his back, you know, and he's just, he's helping him to navigate through his career, always there for him, you know, his manager. And they're brothers they're basically you know they're not they might not be related by blood but they've been there for each other through thick and thin and yeah you know i think the stereotype for managers is a you know cutthroat don't really care that much about the clients just money 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 my character cares about money don't don't get me wrong like, you know he, he's fond of money but he's 
just he's even more fond of his friend, you know, and he's he wants to he wants to watch his back and make sure he's got his best interests at heart, you know, and that's my role. Reggie's just he's down for his for his friend, aka his client, you know, and he's gonna do anything in his power to make sure he gets the best deal and he's he's sailing, you know, and the movie itself, for me it's about maintaining, you know, because and it's about coming back because obviously, you know, it's not a spoiler. You, people have seen the trailers. You know, Alex's character, Reese, you know, he's, he's, he's on top of the world. He's getting all these deals. He's, he's, he's you know, he's, he's king. He's king of his division, you know, and he's undefeated. And then he basically gets too complacent. He gets too relaxed and he takes his foot off the pedal. And there you go. You know, he ends up suffering what we know. We, we know what happens in the film. So he has to redeem himself, you know, and he has to find that inner strength that got him where he is in the first place. He has to reignite that fire inside of him, that passion, that willpower, come back and reclaim his throne. So in the film, you are Reese's agent and you yeah. do a lot of negotiation in there with a character named Max Black, who is a promoter. Yeah, of course. Tell us what it was like doing those scenes with Gina Gershon and what basically, you know, was like working with her. Yeah, Gina's cool. You know, Gina's a veteran in the game. Gina's been in the game longer than I've been alive. So, you know, it was, it was nice to soak up what Gina had to offer in terms of her experience. And Gina's cool. Gina's a rock star, you know? She's just really quirky and Gina's very young-spirited. And we had, we had fun, you know? We, had, we had a few dinners where we got to know each other and it was good to meet up and to, to go through some lines and whatnot, you know, just because we wanted to make sure the scenes were quite strong. You know, we, we were like sparring partners. That's what it felt like. I felt like our conversations were sparring matches, you know, because she's the, you know, she's the veteran and I, I'm, I'm a newbie in comparison, you know, and that is how the dynamics were in the film as well. You know, Max Black is, is, is the chief and I'm the one, I'm the, I'm the up and coming, you know, that wants to, that I, I, I not wants what she has, but, you know, I, I'm, I've got aspirations to, to be bigger than what I am, you know, and, but she's the boss lady at the end of the day, so... I've got an answer to her to a degree. So it's, yeah, it was, it was really, really cool. I really, really enjoyed it. It's kind of like a commissioner and a mayor. You know, you know the way that relationship might work? I'm thinking of Blue Bloods. I'm a big fan of Blue Bloods. So I'm thinking the way that, that relationship works. So it was great. She was just, Gina's awesome. Gina's fun, you know? And yeah, it'd be great to work with her again. Gina's really, really cool. Yeah, you guys had a great dynamic in those scenes together. Um, is there um, any scene in particular, whether it was with Gina or with somebody else, that's your favorite? Ooh, favorite scene. I haven't even thought about that, you know? I, it's interesting because I remember the crew, I remember the first, the first time that we filmed with Gina, that I got to do a scene with Gina, was ironically the same, it was the same scene that I auditioned for. Like I auditioned, I auditioned with, for this movie with that particular scene. And that is where my character goes to plead for a rematch. You know, like, uh, kind of not, well, actually not pleading, but basically goes to approach Gina. You remember that scene where sitting around and they're doing the planning and, you know, my character turns up and then she informs me that I'm not going to get what it is that I'm asking for. That was the scene I auditioned with. So that for me was a really, we'd already shot some stuff before that, but for me that was quite an important day and a quite an important scene to do because that's the one that got me the role, you know, that audition, I auditioned with that scene. So that was cool. And I remember the guy saying, oh, we got the big scene coming up. And I didn't know what they were talking about. I was like, big scene? Like, because big to me, I, I can't think of, because this is, this is cage fight. This is like, you know, there's loads of loads of supporting artists and fights and all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And they meant big as in, ah, oh, you know, you got your big, the big dialogue scene. But so I was like, oh, there's just two people having a conversation. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't see it as a big scene. I was like, there's just two, 
there's only three people in the scene. You know, Brenner's in the scene, of course. Brenner's cool as well. And we're just literally, yeah, we're just having a back and forth. But that, for me, is probably one of my favourite scenes to shoot. But favourite scenes? I don't really have one, you know? I don't really have a favourite. I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of a favourite scene. You know, there was loads of fun scenes. I say there's several. I can't think of one. But that one in particular stands out to me because of the history of auditioning for Cage Fighter with that particular scene. How did this role stretch you as an actor? That is a good question. Now, I would say it, it made me really trust, I had to trust myself with time because certain scenes, like, okay, so I knew I had a fair few scenes that I had to do, right? And I had to, I had to make sure that I said, right, okay, so if I'm filming these particular scenes on that day, I'm only gonna look at the scenes for that day like a day before, like I'm gonna, like a day before, if I've got a limited amount of time, it's like time structure basically, time management. You know, you don't wanna look at all the scenes before, like, so for example, if you've got like three scenes to do on a Tuesday, and then you've got like four scenes to do on a, on a Thursday, why are you focusing on the scenes on a Thursday? Focus on the ones that you've got coming up. And then once you've filmed those, once you've got those out of the way, then look at the rest of them. So just time management, you know, and, it was a nice you know, element of improvisation that Jesse allowed us to have, which I had a lot of fun doing. I'm, I love improvising, you know, and my character will talk till the cows come home anyway. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, just time management, making sure you structure which days you're going to look at which scenes and, you know, making sure that you're on top of it in that regard. And tell us what it was like working with Alex. So Alex plays Reese in the film, because you yeah, guys yeah. have scenes together as well. So how was it like working with him? It's great. Alex, you know, me and Alex speak the same language, you know, and I don't mean in the sense that we just talk English, but I mean, you know, we're from similar backgrounds. You know, Alex is from Streatham. I'm from Deptford. You know, they're, they're both Southeast London because in, in, in London, you've got Southeast, you've got Southwest. He's from Southwest, I'm from Southeast, but it's not far away, basically. So, yeah, we, we don't come from environments that are too dissimilar, you know, and we know some of the same people even outside of the industry. So yeah, Alex is cool. Alex is Alex is a brother to me now. You know, we're really close now. We talk every other day. I'm actually reading a script that Alex has written at the moment and making notes and whatnot. So we're just yeah, we literally we're cool. And and like I said, we were like the three musketeers over there, me, Jesse, and Alex. You know, so yeah, Alex is an awesome guy, and yeah, I can see big things happening for him. So it was a lot of fun just going through scenes and experiencing this adventure together. So yeah, it was awesome. And then the other lead in the film as well is John Moxley. So tell Moxley. us what it was like working with him. Yeah, I didn't really get that many scenes of him, you know? <laughs> the only time I, the only scenes really is like press conference scenes and obviously being in the octagon, you know? But yeah, I mean, from what I saw, Moxley's, Moxley's wicked, you know? Moxley just, it's he, like, I know a lot of people said he's basically playing himself, but it's, it, you know, he's still, He's still playing a character, of course. He's not playing the exact same persona that people, you know, know him for. You know, but Moxie's just—he's great. He's able to improvise. He's able to do. Now you give him a mic, and he's gonna—he's gonna do what he needs to do, and he's gonna—he's gonna rip it apart, as you know, seeing as he's—you know—you're a fan of him yourself. So you know what the man can do, and the man has proven that he's a star, not just obviously in the wrestling arena, but in this movie. You know, I, I see a lot of positive comments, a lot of positive feedback. People are excited to see what he does next you know whether it be the sequel to this or something else like people want to see so yeah he was really cool and but behind the camera and in front of the camera you know just an awesome guy really really nice guy yes truly it was an amazing cast that you guys had lined up for this film is there anybody in particular that maybe you didn't know before this film or you discovered 
and they just really surprised you with how they performed in this film? Hmm. Surprised me? Not really, no. I mean, I didn't really, I wasn't really majorly surprised by anyone. It was interesting to watch Gina work, you know, because she's got so much experience and she's such a veteran. She had an interesting way of, of she had an interesting, uh, interesting process that I wasn't, I hadn't come across before, you know, uh, but she just knew exactly what she was doing, you know, even with cameras and whatnot, she just knew where things needed to be. And that's, that, that's a testament to her experience, you know, and yeah, working with Jesse was, was wicked as well, you know, just, finding finding our feet and everyone working things out and you know improvising and you know I, funny enough I, I relate acting and and in life in general to martial arts it's like you know martial arts is about being able to adjust and adapt to any situation you find yourself in you know and for me as an actor if you can do that whatever whatever you know whatever spanner in the works happens or whatever you know whatever's thrown your way you can find a way to get through it get past it and make it great you know, so it was it was great just to go through that process with, with everyone and, you know, find our feet and make sure that we, we land comfortably in that, you know, we hit a home run. Now, you're not just an actor. You're also a director, a writer as well. Yeah. Um, now, what was it like? You mentioned that, you know, you, Alex and Jesse were like the three musketeers. Now, Jesse was the director. <laughs> yeah. Also have directing experience. So tell me what it was like to to be on the other end of it and to be directed by Jesse. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I mean, to be honest, Mike, I'm, I'm a director by default. You know, I've, <laughs> I've directed projects where like, I've only like, I've done like pilots and some short films, some stuff that should be coming out at some point soon. And for me, I direct when I, I mean, I've got a passion for directing, but I feel like direct, I direct something when I feel like, oh, you know, I'd rather just, let me just get it done. Like, I, <laughs> you know, I haven't got a massive passion for directing, but of course, as you said, I've got directing experience, you know? So for me, it was great, you know, just watching Jesse operate, seeing how he kind of navigated for everything because, you know, it's not just something that I didn't even think about myself was, it's not just the acting that Jesse has to direct, you know, it's the fight scenes, you know, and he has to you know, incorporate acting into the fight scenes, which I think some people might overlook, me included at first, you know? So Jesse, he, he navigated really well and he handled himself nicely because there were so many people on set, you know, as you know, there's so many moving parts, Mike you know, and being able to function correctly and also come across, you know, respectful and, and not lose your head. You know, I never saw Jesse lose his cool, you know, so Jesse was able to keep his mind strong and, you know, and, and stay afloat and everything kind of ran smoothly because of that. Because Jesse had directed a film, The Calloused Hands, which is really good. You should check that out if you haven't seen it. It's obviously a different movie, but it's, yeah, Jesse had a really good way about him of doing it. And I didn't mind being directed by Jesse, you know, Jesse would throw stuff at me be like you know do it like this do it like that and we improvise and there is a particular scene that is heavily improvised i don't know if you know which scene it is but there's a scene which is just completely improvised uh yeah i'll give you a clue jesse's in the scene <laughs> so at the beginning of that scene anyway is uh, most of that is improvised just letting me ramble on and be in the moment and yeah jesse's in the scene so i'm sure you know what scene i'm talking about yep <laughs> yeah carlos <laughs> What yeah, yeah. Is the biggest thing you think you've learned from being on that film set? Biggest thing, do you know, my friend? I would have to say, it is probably time management. You know, definitely time management. Because also, you know, when you're when you're in a, you know, because I've I've done acting, of course, for a while. You know, but I have there's not many places where I've had, not many gigs I've done so far where I've been in a different country for them. You know, like this is one of the first 
ones where I've actually been so far away from home, you know, but just making sure you spend your time wisely, you know, because sometimes, you know, it's easy to, to get distracted, you know, uh, you know, to, to get, get, go and get drunk. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, 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 so, and, you know, don't get me wrong. You can do that, but then how are you going to feel next day on set? You know, you're going to be hanging. You're not going to be able to perform to the best of your abilities. And you have to blag your way through it. You know, and it's just just making sure you have some good self control. And everyone's different. Some people can can have a, a heavy night of drinking where they get in and they've got like four hours sleep. You know, and then others really can't do that at all. They're like, I can't even drink this week. <laughs> you know, and I got to, I, I got to see two sides of the coin. You know, everyone was functioning well, of course. But I'm just saying, time management. You know, and making sure that you do what what you need to do in order to perform to the best of your ability. So what are some of the projects that you've been on as an actor that you can tell everybody to check out? Well, the one I'm working on at the moment is the new Batman movie. And yeah, I can talk about it because it's out there and whatnot, you know, and that's been a fantastic experience, you know, because it's such a massive set, you know, and, and Matt Reeves is a really great guy as well. Really, really cool. And, you know, just seeing just the grand, the grandeur of it. It's just everything's big. Everything's huge, you know, and we were meant to be in Chicago filming that as well but of course the pandemic turned up so the, the scenes i'm in they decided to film it in leaveston studios which is the uk branch you know the where, the where the actual base is and you know that's been fun obviously learning a lot from that one as well and yeah that's 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 a great experience in itself to work on and yeah I, and that's that's like my most current one so you know for me mike usually of the, the one I've just done or the one I'm doing is the one I'm thinking about. My whole mind is on that one, you know? I, I can't, it's hard to think about other projects that I've done before when I'm focused on one right now, you know? So yeah, that, I'd say people look out for that one, of course. I'm sure everyone's heard of it, <laughs> you know? So yeah, check that one out when it comes out. It's coming out 2022 now, so yeah, yeah it's gonna be a while. Why should people see Cage Fighter? Tell everybody, the viewers right now, why they should see this film. Because John's in it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, I, I mean, see it because John's in it as well. I would say see it because, you know, it's got a really strong cast. You know, it's got great story. And it's a story that people know of. It's a redemption story, you know. And it's, it's someone, it's a character who is very likable and who cares about people and who cares about what he's doing. And just, just coming back from a loss, you know. And, I, and we've all been through, I'm sure everyone can relate to maybe falling off now and then and, you know, and and needing to build themselves up to then be better tomorrow than they are today, you know? And also it's fun, it's a fun movie, you know? There's a lot of humor in there, as I'm sure you, you know, you, you had a few laughs. There's a lot of humor in there, some solid fight action scenes and good camaraderie, good banter, you know? And it's got, and, it, and, it's, it, and it's put together quite nicely as well. So I'd say if you want to be entertained, if you're a fan of wrestling, if you're a fan of MMA, if you're a fan of just, you know, good, solid scenes, if you're a fan of characterization, if you're just a fan of a cool movie, see the film because it's worth it. All right. And now what we're going to do is we're going to play the lightning round where Ooh. I'm going to tell you two things and you tell me which one you prefer. Sure. Okay. So the first one is basketball or soccer? Probably soccer, AKA football. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon or eggs? Eggs. All right, here's a London question for you. Okay. The Big Ben or the London Eye? Big Ben. Barbecue sauce or ranch sauce? Ranch sauce, because it's probably more interesting. Summer or winter? Summer. 
BB Mac or five? To me, is that, that sounds like two boy bands. Yeah, they're two boy bands. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I was thinking, is it foods or is it? Oh, oh five. Yeah, yeah, five. Yeah, yeah five, definitely. Um, <laughs> do you like watching TV or reading? Oh, TV, I'll be honest. I'm not going to attempt to come across like a serious intellectual. I'd rather watch TV than read. Macaroni and cheese or cheese and macaroni? Macaroni and cheese. Since you have a Ninja Turtle shirt on, Who's your yep. favorite Ninja Turtle? Michelangelo, Donatello, Raphael, or Leonardo? You said it, bro. You said it. The first name, Michelangelo. Probably because I'm most like Michelangelo. I mean, look, as we're talking, look, I literally have nunchuckers. Right? Yeah, and I've, got, and I've got like orange red hair. And yeah, there's just too many similarities. I'm definitely a Michelangelo. <laughs> Lions or tigers? Tigers. Tigers. And you know what? Something we have to clear up, Mike. People are always talking about the lion is the baddest cat in the jungle. I'm like, they don't even live in jungles. Why do people say that? The lion is the baddest, is the baddest cat, you know, the baddest thing in the jungle. Like tigers live in jungles. Yeah. And tigers are more badass than lions. Tigers don't need a whole group, a whole pride protecting them, you know? A tiger is like a solo, you know, they meet up once a year. They're a bit, they're a bit strange because they meet up once a year to mate and then they keep it moving. But yeah, tiger all the way. Which do you think is the prettier looking bird? Blue jay, cardinal or oriole? Is that a blur, did you say? What was it? Bird. Oh, a bird. Yeah, blue jay, cardinal, or oriole. I can't think of what any of those birds look like. Oh, <laughs> well, my gosh. Well, one's blue, one's red, one's yellow. Okay, so we'll go for colors. <laughs> I would say, you know, let me go for yellow, because I, I reckon blue and red get more love than yellow. So let me okay. just, let me, look, I've got, a, I've got a Pikachu right here. So look, let's, <laughs> let's, let's go for yellow, baby. Let's go for yellow. And who is your favorite Spice Girl? Ginger, scary, sporty, posh, or baby? Now, it's definitely changed over the years. <laughs> but right now, it, at the age of 29, being as mature as I can pretend to be, I would, <laughs> I would say probably, probably ginger spice, man. It's ginger spice, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I relate. I relate. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you, Mike. It's been fun. And if there's any way somebody wanted to get in touch with you, how would they reach out to you? Do you have any social media out there? Well, yeah, Mike. I mean, I'm not a massive fan of, of being on social media, but I do have Instagram at the moment until I get impulsive and deactivate it once again, which can happen at any moment. So, <laughs> you know, uh, that's the only form of social media I use. Even WhatsApp to me is too much social media. Yeah. So, yeah, I believe my WhatsApp is Elijah actor baker right now i'll have to double check but yeah elijah actor baker you'll find me i'm there somewhere yeah cage, you find cage fighters you see cage fighters following me so you can find me i'm floating around there somewhere <laughs> all right thank you again for joining us here today thank you mike really great chat man good talking to you bro you're welcome and thank you all for watching and we'll see you all next time everybody keep it right here for some more great interviews we'll talk to you all soon sweet take it easy guys thank you